This is Cami, And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 62. Hey, Madeline, how do I get the attention of a big influencer? It seems impossible. Hey, nothing is impossible with these four strategies. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. In our last episode 61, we talked about how you can leverage the audience of an influencer to build your brand, but you might be thinking that it's impossible for you to get the attention of an influencer, much less leverage their audience. So we're going to go through these four ways that you can approach influencers and tell you how we did it ourselves, step by step. That's right, Kimmy, because you know what? We didn't get to where we're at by not talking to other influencers and getting seen and heard. There are ways to approach them. And so I'm going to start off talking about being part of their community. Now, this sounds super simple, right? And it is. There are Facebook groups, right? A lot of influencers have their own private Facebook groups. Sometimes they're public Facebook groups. What I have found, the private ones are are actually a better way to get on the radar with influencers. And then you can ultimately approach them because there's not as many people. But when they have one with like, 10, 20, 30,000 people on there, it's going to be really hard to get in front of them. But I'm a member of a variety of groups. One of them more recently that I've been a part of is Tyler J. McCall. Just love him. He is like the Instagram expert and he has a variety of Facebook groups. And I'm on one of his private ones right now that he's doing with James Wedmore. And what I do is that, you know, he goes live quite a bit. So when he's doing a live stream, And if I just happen to notice and I go on there and I'll go hang out, I make a point to say hello in the comments. First of all, it's something you want to do anyway, because it just shows you care, right? And it it lets them know you're there. So it is very much attention grabbing. And I try to do it the moment I arrive because there's nothing better than being the very first person to say hello. Because like I've done this when Lewis Howes, oh my gosh, Lewis Howes has his private group called the Inner Circle. And what he'll do is he'll do the private live stream just for the members. And then at the end, he does this thing where he goes, okay, I'm going to go over to the Facebook group right now and I'm going to post in there and I'm going to read your comments. So I rush over there while he's still talking about doing this. And Kimmy, I have been like the first or second comment in there. So not only does it grab his attention and he, he calls me out, but it stays there. So somebody might go there a day later or two days later, and they're going to see those first few comments. So it's a great way 
to stand out. So I'm trying to be front and center. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do here and it works. So then when I want to approach this person, they're going to be more familiar with me. They're going to remember me from the Facebook live interactions. Now I do this also with Mari Smith and a few other influencers. Try this out. It is a great way to get seen, to get heard, and then have that opportunity to approach them. Yeah, I totally agree with you on this because certainly as people that create content, forget if you're an influencer or not, it's really nice to know somebody's out there listening while you're especially doing a Facebook live stream. Live streams are kind of a funny thing because you know we have each other sometimes when we do our live streams, which is awesome because it doesn't matter if somebody shows up or not, we just can talk. But the bottom line is if you're sitting there talking to a screen and nobody's talking back to you, it it can be kind of difficult. Even for somebody who you think is a big influencer, they're going to be like, hmm, where are all the people? Come on, guys, let's get going. So they're going to be very grateful for that person who helps break the ice. Because once one person starts to comment, it happens like so many others will too. So you're also helping the other people that are there in the group whenever you go ahead and speak up, especially if you have anything really cool to add to the conversation, because it gives them permission then to be totally and fully engaged as well. So I feel like not only does it help the influencer, but it also helps the other people in your community. And it makes you look like one of the leaders of that community, at least, you know, from the from the other side. What do you think? Absolutely. I think it's super smart. And, and these are things that all of us can do. So yeah. it's something to get in the habit of doing. Yeah, it's a good habit. That's a great way to put it. It's all about habits, good habits. The next thing you really want to look at is who do you know in common? And all of the social networks are doing this for us now. They say you are friends with this person and they're also friends with all these other people. Certainly LinkedIn is another way to do that. It's really important to look and see who you know in common. And so let me kind of tell you a story that happened with me through a chain of events and different things that seemed totally unrelated, but really got us to a podcast interview with a really kind of big influencer. So a couple of years ago, I went to a conference, a productivity conference called the 90 day year that's led by Todd Herman. And while I was there, I attended a session by a guy that he brought in named Chris Winfield. And Chris Winfield is sort of a PR expert, how to get media, really a publicist and how to find, get the attention of journalists and get them to write about you. And since public relations is my background for how many years, right? I went to his session because I thought that'd be really interesting. So while I was there, he asked if somebody would help and volunteer to take notes up at the front on a whiteboard or whatever whatever it was. I think it was a piece of paper actually, but on a pad. And I was like, I raised my hand immediately because I thought that's a great way for me to like get connected with Chris Winfield because I really right away liked him. I'd already heard him talk on the stage and I thought, you know, I had something in common with him. So I raised my hand and I looked excited. You know, I didn't jump up and down and like, you know, be crazy. But he looked at me and I looked at him right in the eye and he picked me. And so I came up and he said, yeah, I will, you know, I'll spend 30 minutes with you at the end of the conference for helping me with this. And then I proceeded to take the best notes I could possibly take to help the people that were watching. And I know I took a picture of it. So I'll try to find that for the show notes and put it in the show notes. But he said, wow, these are the best like notes I've ever seen taken of anything I've ever done. And I was like, yay. And I sat down with him and I met and we had a really good heart to heart conversation, really connected. He told, he gave me a couple of tips. He said, you know, if I, to keep him informed of what I was doing and, and that was that. And I went off and then fast forward another year later. In the meanwhile, I kept in touch with him on Facebook 
And, you know, he decided to do this 40 days of a live streaming. It was sort of a challenge that people were doing where they would try to live stream every day for 40 days, I think, to get used to live streaming. And um, I just try to pop in whenever possible to say, hey, hey, Chris, you know, I blah. just like you said in the last tip, you know, try to be there first, try to talk to him. And in the meanwhile, you and I were talking about trying to get Sunny Leonard Doozy here on the podcast. She is a YouTube star. And um, she's really a growing fast kind of person, hard to get a hold of. She has a, actually a team that answers her emails. So getting through to her is, you know, unless you know her, it's not simple. And so we were kind of strategizing. You, you can kind of agree with me. We we're strategizing on ways of getting in touch with her. And I sent her an email and she didn't respond. And then we realized that you were going to be, she was going to also be speaking at Social Media Marketing World and you were going to be there speaking as well. And so we thought we had this plan that if she didn't get back to us, then you would like talk to her while you were there. You put me on a mission. Like, I, I, I felt like I was going there on a mission, like a mission impossible. <laughs> like, okay, Woo-hoo! I'm going to be at the speaker's mm-hmm. party. I'm going to look for her at the speaker's party and try to corner exactly. her and be like, hey, we really want you on our podcast. And, and that's kind of what happened. It is kind of what happened. And but in the meanwhile, when you went out there, Chris Winfield was also out there and they got together and he did a live stream with her because, again, he was doing live streams every day. And I saw a little notification pop up in Facebook that said, Chris Winfield is live. And it said with Sonny and Leonard Doozy. And I was like, (gasps) and I rushed (laughs) over there and I started typing and I said, hey, I'm so I love Sonny. I'm so glad you're having her on the live stream. And he goes, oh, it's Cammy. Oh, I love you, Cammy. It's so great that you're here. Blah, blah, blah. So then what happened was, is I was able to go later that day. Um, Sunny said that she would make herself available for any questions, like leftover questions from Chris's audience. And she goes, I usually don't check Facebook, but today at this certain time, I'm going to do it. And I said, okay, fine. So then I sent her a text and I, I mean, through, through, I mean, a DM through Facebook. And I said, hey, I was just on, you know, listening, listening to you on Chris's show. And I sent you an email a couple of weeks ago and Malin Sklar, who's also speaking with you there, she's there tomorrow. She and I would love to have you on our podcast. And she was like, oh, oh yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll make that happen. And then the next day, I think she said that she talked to you and that you and she talked about it. And voila, we had um, like three different touch points. You know, there was Chris, there was me getting through through the DM. There was you asking her again at the speakers thing. And she was sort of like, what choice did she have? Well, I know we were coming podcast. in from every angle, Cammy. Like we, we kind of led her, left her with no choice. Kind of. And we weren't, we weren't like creepy about no, it. We I mean, we were just and super we helpful. We weren't stalker, stalking or anything, but we, you know what? We were determined and we were persistent yes. and there's nothing wrong with being determined and persistent, but don't cross that line. You know, there's a line you want to be there careful. Is. And also there's a line, I mean, I had somebody kind of stalk me out like that one time to be on her podcast or, and she wanted me to come on. And then she sent me, once I said, well, you know, send me some information. She sent me over this list of demands and then you will send out one email to your list and you're going to do these many tweets and you're going to do this many. I mean, she was prescriptive about what I had to do to be on her show. And I was thinking, oh, okay. And I, I just backed away from it. I said, hey, you know, that's awesome. I just don't have time for all that promotion. And I appreciate you asking, but no, thank you. So I do think that you can scare them off. But I think if you come from a place of helpfulness, so like with Chris, I was trying to help. And it just turned out that it's good karma or whatever you want to call it, it comes back to you, right? 
I think volunteering and helping is the smartest thing you can do. If you're trying to get in front of people is super smart and people always appreciate help and they'll remember you. So I think that's, that was a great story. And, and Hey, it had a happy ending. We had Sunny Leonard Uzi on this podcast. We were so excited. She's such a rising star. Uh, you know, a YouTube and video expert. She's amazing. And yeah, we got to interview her on the show. So that was, super yeah. And, cool. and we'll link to that in the, in the show notes so that yes. you can get to that episode if you want to, because she really had some great tips about how to like rock it on YouTube. So definitely click through to that episode and listen to her because yeah, now, you know, kind of the backstory though, how we got her on the podcast. Yep. And then I'm going to share now how you could use Twitter to reach out and connect with influencers. So I have a podcast and there's another podcast that I have called Twitter Smarter and I launched it three years ago. And what I did prior to launch, I made a list of like, who is my dream list of people to interview, having them share Twitter tips is just a very basic. I ask every guest the same question. What are your best Twitter tips? Kami, you've been a guest and you know the drill. What are your best Twitter tips? And everyone gives a different answer. That's what makes it a fun podcast, uh, just sharing Twitter tips and ideas. And I made a list of this was before I had really gotten to where I'm at now. Nobody yeah. knew who I was yet. I not really, just, no. And, no. And the Twitter, the Twitter chat wasn't really even up The Twitter yet, chat right? had not started yet, no. no. All I had at that point was my Twitter Smarter Masterclass, an online training class that I had been doing for two years. I had just pivoted from the music business and I wanted to get more widely known and seen with all the Pat Flynn's and Mark Schaefer's and Kim Garth's and Maury Smith's of the world. And so that was my master plan, which worked. But one of the very first things I did was I wanted to start a podcast and interview these experts and have them share their best Twitter tips. So I made a list and I had, you know, all the big names. I mean, these are the people that speak at all the big social media marketing conferences. And I had Pat Flynn on this list too. And what I did is I tweeted all of these people, all of them. I got their Twitter handle. All of them use Twitter. And, and I always say if, if influencers, if people that you're trying to connect with, people of influence, if they're using Twitter, if you see them using Twitter, you have a great chance of connecting with them. So I tweeted them all. Now at the time, because I was still formulating this podcast and trying to figure out, because I hadn't interviewed anyone yet, my thought was it'll be short format and I'll just do like a five or 10 minute interview. So I thought, well, who's going to say no to that? That was my original strategy. Like, well, certainly these big deal marketers are not going to say no to that, right? These influencers. So I'll never forget Pat Flynn was like, oh, well, if it's only going to be five minutes, then sure, I can do it, you know. But they all said yes. They all got back to me on Twitter and said yes to me, not knowing me yet. So Twitter can really work in really any social network like LinkedIn can work. Facebook can work. Instagram. You know, Instagram, um, uh, for Instagram example, DM um, right now. I actually have, hot. yeah, I've got this really hot. Actually, this just, just happened yesterday. Miss South Texas. Her name is Anastasia Simonova. She won Miss South Texas. And I thought she's doing a really great job with her Instagram account, like how she's kind of styling it. And I thought she'd be a great guest for social media breakfast of Houston. She lives here in Houston. Nice. So I just, I mean, I was thinking about this episode coming up and I actually used that tip and I, messaged her and said, Hey, I'd love to have you sometime come speak at social media breakfast. And I kind of told her what it was. And she goes, Oh, that'd be awesome. She goes, absolutely. That would be awesome. 
And I said, send me your email and I'll reach out for a date in the new year. And she, there's her email right there. So awesome. um, We're going to have her, we're going to have Miss South Texas come and be a guest at Social Media Breakfast like early next year. You know, Instagram DM is really working well. What I found that that's really great is you see an influencer doing their Instagram story. And if they have it turned on that you can DM them at the bottom, it'll say send message. So I just do this. I'm not trying to like, oh, I want to be in front of them. Oh, I want to get them to do something for me. I just do it to be nice and it's fun to do. So uh, when I see Lewis Howes doing a story and it's something that really connects with me, I'll hit because he has it turned on to message him. So I do a quick little message and I say, I really love this that you just said, or, oh, this really makes sense. Or I'll say something. He will do a little heart or say something back to you. He mm-hmm. says he does it himself. He says he is not anyone on staff. I've heard that from a lot of the influencers. A lot of them do it And themselves. that's really the social media stories. And I do that a lot too on stories. I mean, this came, I just did this directly through messaging because I thought she was a perfect fit for that. And I thought it would be a win-win for her and for me. Like she's done with her reign at the end of December. So it'll give her something to talk about the like her year and respect and kind of how she's dealt with social media and what she's done with that. So I thought it would be a win-win here in Houston. But generally speaking, I do the same thing. I just, you know, say things to people or I mean, I, you and I do it all the time. I send you something. I'm like, Hey, what about that? So I do think that reaching out through social media channels is a really good way of doing this. There's so many ways to do it another way. And I did it right before we started recording when I listen to podcasts, and I really love the episode. I take a screenshot. I go do an Instagram story and I tag them. You have to tag them. They don't know you're talking about them if you don't tag them. So I'm listening to Amy Porterfield's brand new episode and she's interviewing Marie Forleo. So I'm like, oh my God, two amazing women. Amazing. So yeah. I did a, a quick little story saying, you know, loving this episode with, you know, two amazing women and, and I tagged them both. Now, are they both going to respond? Maybe, maybe not. And I'm not, I mean, sure, this is a strategy that we're talking about, but also I just love sharing stuff. Now my community is like, oh, Madeline listens to the Amy Porterfield podcast. You know, I like my community to know what I'm listening to. They're always interested, you know, what things I'm doing, what do I like? So there's so many ways of doing this, but it is a great way to reach out on social media. Absolutely. And and I mean, I've been noticing it too, because there's this quote that people keep using that I put in one of my little books. And it just shows up everywhere about people wanting to network in the community. And so I, I had a really weird thing happen. I mean, I usually get one or two people use this quote and with my face on it or with some picture or with it or whatever, once a week, once every other week. And I always respond to them and say, thanks for, you know, using the quote. And but today I had one on Facebook or one on Twitter and one on Instagram. And I was like, this is weird. So I put it in my stories. You know, I was like, hey, That's cool. I shared it in my stories and they did tag me. They tagged me. So I actually shared it right into my story because it goes into your message box and you can click add this to my story. And I just added it. And then I took a picture of the one on Twitter and put that in too. So I think, you know, influencers look at that and they think, wow, you know, somebody's paying attention to what I did. Yeah. I don't know. And I want to tell one more more quick story too. But yes, so, so smart. Yeah, for sure. One more quick story on this and then we'll move on. So this was just random. I wasn't trying to reach out to somebody on social media like this. But what happened was yesterday, Jasmine Starr, I've become a huge fan of Jasmine Starr. And she is this amazing photographer slash Instagram expert. She's really become made a name for herself as an influencer. So Jasmine Starr, look her up, follow her on Instagram. One of the things that she does on Instagram 
is a weekly Instagram live. And a lot of influencers are doing this now. And I've been toying around with the idea of doing something like that too. Hers is just basically an ask me anything. And she will bring, you know, she just randomly chooses people to come on and chat with her live for a few minutes. And then she does the next person and so on. So she had this girl come on and the girl was telling her about how she started a podcast at the beginning of the year. And she also started Instagram. She she didn't have Instagram. So she decided to start Instagram. So she went from zero to 10,000 followers in just a few months. And she had her podcast. And she was just asking Jasmine Starr for some advice. But I was really wowed by her. Well, when you are, when someone brings you on an Instagram live, you can see their handle. And then Jasmine even said, hey, everybody, be sure to connect with her. She's so great. So what I did, and I normally don't do something like this, but I DM that girl and mm-hmm. I said, I really loved your story. And I think it's amazing that you grew your Instagram so fast. Any advice? And so she came and she, and she did say she loves to talk to people and she'll, you know, if you DM her, she'll DM back. So I just kind of opened the door for this. So mm-hmm. I, so, you know, we had this nice little exchange. She was very giving. She shared a whole bunch of information in the DM about how she grew her Instagram And it made me realize like, wow, she really knows a lot. So I said, hey, would you like to be a guest? I I have this Twitter chat I host called Social ROI. I think it'd be great to have you come on and talk about this. And it's just so interesting when I kind of step back and look at this, Cami. like I did not go on Instagram looking to go find someone Mm -hmm. to be a guest on the chat. But how interesting that I reached out to someone through social media just by chance. And this just goes to show you there's so many ways. You know what's the most important? And I know we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Have your yeah. eyes open. Show Opportunity <laughs> is everywhere. Yeah, opportunity is. is right in front of you. You just got to have your eyes open. And this was an opportunity right in front yeah. of me. Absolutely. And she didn't know you before that. So it was perfect. Yeah. The other thing you want to do is ask for recommendations. And I think we don't do that enough. It kind of is something that I don't think that people think about enough. And that is that we do this when we're building influencer communities. Like I have Texas Travel Talk, as you know, which is an influencer community of bloggers around the state. And once in a while, we'll need some new bloggers. Like say, I need some people in Houston right now, for example. And you know, I'll talk to the other bloggers and say, hey, who would you think would be a good fit for this? And they then give me the names of people that are not only good, which they usually are, have great numbers, which is also great. But also they're people that my current community gets along with, (laughs) which actually makes a big deal because we travel together. You know, we travel places around Texas and cover those places. So you want the people that are going on these activations to be friendly with each other. You want them to like each other. (laughs) So asking for recommendations really does help. You can ask your friends which influencers they follow and listen to and then start showing up. So Jasmine Starr. I mean, I'm not really following her right now, but now that you've talked about her, I'll probably go check her out and say, hey, well, who is this Jasmine Starr? And, you know, I'm going to listen to what you just said to me because she's an open person with a really interesting story. So I'm interested now, like how did she build her Instagram following? That's interesting. So I do think listening and asking friends who they follow and listen to, and then just start showing up like we've talked about in all of these other steps. I think that that's really, really important. What do you think? Absolutely. I think it is super smart. Yeah. So we do have a call to action. As we always do. Usual. We always so can do. you share that with our audience? Yeah. So what we want you guys to do is make a list of 20 influential people that you would like to work with. So just kind of think about who are the 20 
get a piece of paper out and a pen or do it on your computer, whatever works for you, and use these techniques that we've been talking about and start reaching out to one or, you know, to reaching out to one or more of them and just do it, rinse and repeat. It's that yeah. easy. Rinse so just repeat, be like, just be like Madeline was three years ago when she made a list of like sky. I mean, she made a list of people that honestly she had no connection with none at all. None. Um, now she does know them. And now she speaks at social media marketing world and all of those things, because probably because she made this list and started calling these people. I mean, really yeah. it's that simple. I mean, people are like, well, you know, so many more people than I do. Well, this is why this is why, because we all were, we all were at a point where we didn't like, we all were there just like we all started at zero on social media. Right. Right. And that's like, why people are. And that's why people also said yes to you because they were there once too. And they realized that. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, if they're, if they're generous people, they do, and you will get people that say, no, I don't have time. I just don't have time. Sure. And that's fine. You know, don't let that stop you. Cause it's not, because of you uh, necessarily, unless you've like, you know, kind of overstepped your boundary. We talked about that boundary. I would say that, you know, generally speaking, people are wanting to be generous back to the community that got them where they are. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, that is all for this episode. I hope that you guys go out there, start approaching influencers and get back to us and tell us exactly how it goes. We're interested. You can head over to our Facebook group, which is a communities that convert. You can just search for it and it'll pop up as a page and as a group. So click on the group, you go into the group and we have a very, very fancy secret word. It is, why don't you tell them this time? Action. Ooh, action. Isn't that shocking? <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway, we will catch you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Madeline, and I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode, and we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar, that's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R, and also to Cami. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from The Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com and that's suite spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cami through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Thank you.